Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> 
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Live, Yahweh Radio. Is now on the air. I'll be your host. I'll be your host. My name. Your. Israel of the Royal. We're doing a series called The Royal, the Nobles of Yahweh Clean House. Fix the blame, solve the problem. And we and we see clearly on the international side, there's over 900,000 strong on the international side. So we're going to do we'll go straight and get our elder, and we'll get in there to tell you all about the broadcast, and then we just going to um, spread the books out and see which way it unfolds itself so we hear from our elder, Mr. T of Israel. So when you meet our elder with a loud voice, you say, Elder Mr. T. Yahweh be your royal. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel, the sea royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, Elder. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Like I said again, time is not in our favor, but we know what we got to do and just say, Yahweh, whatever the Almighty will put on you, take your time and put it in while we try to adjust ourselves for the night episode. Once again, Yaqua bless you, Sierra Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And it's a pleasure to be among a cast of over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the words of Yaqua. And that's always a good thing. As one of the most famous statements you hear me say, we all came to hear things that most of us can hear, and some listening never understand. But Yaqua's ministry makes all this misunderstanding very possible. We came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching that some looking can never find. And these are the misinformed. They can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yaqua that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. And I usually emphasize that word righteous, because those are the ones that can be taught. We have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, given the knowledge to know. Those out there, they camouflage evil or confused teachings, and using their overly loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning. 
even turn in the Bible scriptures, as I've seen before. Turn them against us as verbal weapons. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, wild welfare comes, and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's Ministry. That comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, or most about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books will help foods that you should eat and keeping those Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. This is information that you all came to seek, and you have to find, you don't have to worry about finding anything else because you've now found it in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadah. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And the days that we're open is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. Until the temple members desire to leave. Now, we also have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine on any one of your smart devices. Right on that search line, type tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, look for voices of the true Israelites. Right under the big line, you will see some choices. One of the choices will be ties and offerings. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. On any other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, you again see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. Verse 7 says, Give unto the aqua, for you kindred for the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua, but glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yaqua loves a cheerful giver. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30, and once again written in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus is Yahweh 5. Also, for building a school, which is very well needed, I see on a continuing basis a banquet hall, radio station, and land to build the help groups we continue to speak of on this program. Also, while there, check out our calendar. Calendar will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. Now, we also have a live program. This is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. Just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadav. 
click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with the Aquan Online. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number, where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six nine accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I will have to remind you, only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. By calling the same number, you can also order what our members know as the 12 programs here the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. As you might imagine, the reason for saying this is usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and seeing many memos that most of us have seen, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if that question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear discouraging doubt. Now, for those of you who have maybe missed the beginning of our today's program, you can catch the entire recorded show at 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do that, just enter three words, Dakwa Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the True Zoites, Tribe of Gaza. Choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Now, during a normal broad talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Talk. PalTalk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, computer, or your smart device. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. We will be there listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Trizlites, Tribe of Gaza. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants. But Yaqua's work will also be with your Bible education. And online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be the Elder Mississippi's Israel, along with Seer Israel writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on talk talk. I'll be with you all. But as a continuing note, when we're giving scriptures by the seer to speak, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yaquan flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear those righteous words of Yaquan and not that of confusion. As we were reminded of that in First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. As I said before, because when we do this, we keep those scriptures in mind. But when you find those trying to win a bump the gums contest, those are the ones that miss all of Yahweh's glory with the 
and said unto them, Because we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn the words of Yahweh, as we're given another reminder in St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. So we can start our program and start getting into the word of Yahweh. We'll pass our program over to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh.
Your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. All right. We all heard of pretty good information there, Elder. So now we know you got everything prepared on your end. So now let's look at and we'll see what we will, we will recycle off on tape eight. Hey, Elder, Mr. Taylor, y'all can be with you again in Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see what that says. Let's see what we're going to get going on there. Come on. Okay. In the book of Luke, I'll look at chapter 12, reading verse number 12. And 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, El. The righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour. And I'm going to ask you a question there, El. What did what? I, I know we know he had a lot of stretchy parts in there. We clear about that. But did anything stick out that you heard in that taping that we need?
kind of take a little peep at along the way. Because I heard a lot, and I did take some notes myself. So we're going to ask you a question about when being one of the hills out of Camp 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So I'm going to ask you a question, Ella. What did what you, um, is anything that you peeped at, although I did write down plenty of notes in that setting to touch on, take the time they ever come out? Well, I think the most important thing that I caught was the word of Yahweh. And uh, what stuck out to me is that the pronunciation of Yahweh and how it should be looked is one thing that needs to be put out there. Well, most people that see the word Yahweh know how it's pronounced and know what it means. I had spoken that the other day that someone I know had called it Yaakabar because they didn't know how to pronounce it. And I said, no, I corrected it right away.
four, five. You want to cry, mother, come out. Look at Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. Verse 23. And it comes to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel died by reason of the bondage. And they cried, and their cry come up to Yahweh by reason of their bondage. And Yahweh heard their groans, and Yahweh remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Verse 25. And Yahweh looked upon the children of Israel, and Yahweh had respect unto them. Okay. That sounds pretty good there, Mother. You are the elder, or you can take it first. What, what did you get out of that, Mother? What did you just get out of reading 23 out of verse 25? And remember the elder is, is right there in the background ready to kind of count on it. What what did you just get out of reading the second chapter of Exodus 23, 24, 25? And the elder, we want to know from you after mother deliver her part of it, do you agree or do you want to add anything to it after mother comments? On Exodus 2, 23, and 25, come on. Okay. I, uh, I'll say, um, after the king died, the children of Israel uh, uh, fighted by reason of burning. They cried to Yahweh. And Yahweh heard that groaning, and he had respect unto them. And he looked upon the children of Israel, and Yahweh respected unto them. Okay. Okay. All right, you agree with that, or you want to put something else, add a little more uh, topping to it, or you just want to say, I agree, we, and we move on? What you got, Elder, Mr. Israel? Well, I would agree with what you said. Everybody have their own way of explaining it, but if it ends up being the same meaning, then I'll agree with that. Because after uh, the king died, you know, the children of Israel, they were crying up to uh, Yahweh, letting them know that they were suffering from uh, the bondage that they were going through. And as the mother said, that's why I heard their, uh, their moaning about being in bondage. And he remembered the promise that he had made with the fathers uh, before them. And so he had respect until they request. No, okay. Uh, um, he had respect. Um, who requests? The children of Israel. So he, he had respect for the children of Israel. So that's what he had. He had respect for the children of Israel. Once the children of Israel cried to him, then he had respect unto them. Uh, a mother, mother, let's get a precept on that in 515 of Hosea. So y'all probably watch you, and just like a combination of locks. 
you know you have all the money you want inside that safe, and you don't mess around and put in a combination lock. But um, if you don't get the combination properly right, you never gonna open that thing up. So <laughs> is that right, El? I had to laugh at that because I remember somebody fumbling around on the safe, and they had to call in some specialists to uh, get the safe open because they never could open it. You're right. I know they got money in it. Uh, they got all the money in it, but they could never, if you if you do not have the combination, they, so you got to have the proper combination to get to your and that's the same thing what we're trying to say. Children of Israel, you must have the proper combination. If you want to get this man attention, although you've grown into him, you must have the proper combination. Uh, hey, Mother E, matter of fact, hey, read me uh, Isaiah 18, verse 4, before Mother reads Hosea 5, 15. Let's see what we let's, let's see what Isaiah eighteen verse four say before we get to Hosea five fifteen. What does it say to him? Isaiah, did you say eighteen four? Yes, sir. Eighteen verse four. In the book of Isaiah, chapter eighteen, verse number four says, "For so the Yahweh said unto me, I will take my rest, and I will consider." And my dwelling place, like a clear heat upon the herbs, and like a cloud of dew in the heat of the harvest, heat of harvest. Uh, so what what Yahweh was telling Isaiah to feel is I'm just going back to my play. I'm just going to watch it. He said, I'm just going to watch the children of Israel. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just watching. Matter of fact, he'll have me... Um, Second Chronicles 7, 14 through 16, waiting on me. So what he's saying, I'm just going to go watch the children of Israel and see where they line up with Mother with get, with mother getting ready to read in 515. Hosea 515, come on, Mother. The book of Hosea, chapter 5, verse 15. I will go and return to my place. If they acknowledge their offenses and seek my faith and their affliction, they will seek me early. You see that? So he said, I'm going to go to my place. I'm just going to watch you. And I'm going to find out one thing where they seek my faith. Now, in their affliction, they're going to seek me early. He said, I'm going to watch them, children of Israel, and I'm going to see... Will they seek my faith? Huh? I'm just going to watch you. Come on now, Elder. The, uh, Second Chronicles 7, 14 through 16, what does it say? Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 16. 14 down to 16. Second Chronicles 14 to 16. Second Chronicles chapter 7. seven Get down to verse 14, 15, and 16. Second Chronicles 
chapter 7, verse 14, 15, and 16. What's that say? Reading 14 to 16. 14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn their, from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. 15. Now mine eyes shall be open, and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. 16. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my mind shall be there perpetually. Mm-hmm. Now, um, hey, what you get? What you get out of that? And mother, um, I want to know: Do you agree? After El uh, left the national orders over nine of our throne, what do you what do you just get out of reading that, Elder? Reading the Second Chronicles seven fourteen through sixteen. What you what did you get out of that? Come on. Well, I got out of that you shouldn't be um, too proud and too loud. That you need to humble yourself when you pray unto Yahweh, seeking His face. And, you know, you make sure that you turn yourself away from your wicked ways. And he will forgive your uh, transgression. Because you find out that his eyes is always open and his ears are listening unto your prayers. That is made where he's at. Mm-hmm. Well, he say he listen to the prayers of the one that's called by his name. So he listens to the prayers. He says... Uh, for education-wise, and that's what we come on the broadcast to do, is to edify the national audience. He listened to a prayer of a people. And matter of fact, now, we're going to get a precept on that, mother. We are, if you're holding the question, we want to get a precept on that. So he says, he listened to a people that is called by his name. Now, what we're going to do, mother, we're going to do a little precepting on that. We need to go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. See, that's how you get your lesson. You get your lesson and, and no accident in the almighty Yahweh. As a matter of fact, um, let's read that here real quick. Before you go to the fourth chapter, mother, mother Eve, before you do Deuteronomy that 1, 2, of Deuteronomy, I want to do a little precept with the L. And I and I was just getting ready to write down what I was getting ready to precept because when it was given to me, I supposed to write it down real quick along because always when I come to the network or every time I'm doing Yahweh's business, I'm always taking notes because I don't know what he getting ready to say. And I have to take it down just in case somebody asks me, what did you just say? Because I don't be knowing myself what I was saying. So that's why I have to write it down right away. Good. So it don't got past me now. And the reason why we say that, um, it'll give me a back chapter 2, 1, 2, and 3. Because we know 
Almighty is going to do something. In Habakkuk chapter 2, Elder, 1, 2, and 3, then probably I get my thoughts together on what is the brain that I said to mother. Habakkuk chapter 2, 1, 2, and 3, what does it say, Elder? In the book of Becca, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, one says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower, and I will watch to see what they will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Two, and the aqua answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. Three, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. At the end it shall speak, and I sh- and, and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. That's a big job right there. He said this thing, he said, I'm going to set on my watch. That's what a better thing to say. Because he said, I'm clearly that the Almighty is going to reprove me. That means he's going to correct me. He said, my thoughts that I might have in my head, it ain't going to work. So Yahweh is going to reprove me. He said, once I get this information, I have to get to the children of Israel, and the one that's going to hear it is going to break out running. He said, when you hear it, you're going to break out running. He said, they're going to move. They're going to move quick. Don't be thumbing around. He said, but all of this for is for the latter time. Now, that was what he was just saying. He said, now, although the walls that are going to hear of the children of Israel, they're going to hear it. But it's not for their time. It's for the one. Read that verse again in three again. He says, something he said in verse three of that Bethel, three, three, Elder, that we got to tie that in, he said, now, they're going to break out running, but it is not even for their time. Verse 3 again, Habakkuk 3, 3 again, come on, Elder. 3 says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end of it shall speak and not lie. Don't it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. He said, what I'm getting ready to tell you, Habakkuk, this is for the end. This is for the end time. So what he's getting ready to tell Habakkuk it is for the end time. Now that's big talk. Now that's great big tall talk. So, Mother, whatever you're holding, Mother, let's read the last verse in the 12th chapter of Daniel, and let's see what else is going on with that. Now that's big talk with that. So what we just found out, Rebecca is getting ready to be reproved. He knows he's going to be reproved. So he said, I'm going to be on my watch. I will be prepared for Yahweh to send his angel to reprove me. But what the angel is getting ready to tell me is not even for my time, but I'm going to tell the children of Israel because in your bloodline, it's going to be for their days. He says, for the latter time. 
This is for the end. That's big talk there. Now that's big talk, mother. So we go on to Daniel and read the last verse. Now, matter of fact, we might make a little meal on it. Read Daniel to make sure that precept is sound good. We're going to read Daniel 12, verse 4 and 8. Daniel chapter 12, mother. Lay it down, mother Z. Chapter 12, verse 4 and 8. Let's start right there. Daniel 12, 4 and 8, what does it say? Book of Daniel, chapter 12, verses 4 and verse 8. Verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the word and seal the book, even, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Verse 8. Amen. Hold that, hold that point, mother. Hold that point. So, in Daniel chapter 12, verse 4, it's telling Daniel here, close this thing down. Close it up. Because this is for the end time, but he says knowledge has to increase. That's big talk of death. Now, now, mother, I mean, Elma, in that same Daniel chapter 11, in that same chapter 11, we got to deal with this. In Daniel chapter 11, we want to deal with a little bit that knowledge got to increase. So that means knowledge have to increase. Because what Rebecca was told the end time. So that means some information has to be distributed. And the one that got my ear, he's going to hear. Let's go to Daniel chapter 11 there, Elder. And we'll look at verse 31 down to verse 33. Let's see what we can get out of it. My fact, when we read Daniel chapter 11, I mean, year 11, 31, and we'll take it out at 33 and 36. Daniel's 11, 31, 33, and verse 36. Elder, take your time. You're on the clock. Come on. Okay. Daniel's chapter 11, looking at verse number 31. To 33 and verse 36. Verse 31 says, An arm shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and it shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. 32. And such as to do wickedly against the covenant. Shall he corrupt by flagons? But the people that do know their Yahweh shall be strong and do exploits. 33. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many that they shall fall by the sword and by the flame, by captivity and by spoil many days. 36. 
and the king shall do accordingly to his will, and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every Yahweh, and shall speak marvelous things against the Yahweh of Yahweh's, and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished, for that that is determined shall be done. Hey, that's something. Hey, yo, what you just got to read now, the prophecy of it, see, knowledge got to increase. So somebody got to teach. Somebody got to teach somebody something somewhere. He's not once this knowledge is increased, then more will understand the plan of Yahweh, especially the people that's called by his name, which is the children of Israel. He said knowledge got to increase. So they're going to have to teach them. There got to be some teaching going on, and then you got to watch the ones when they start expanding in their knowledge. Because what is written, it is determined to be. So it's already, it ain't no way you can hide up under your couch, closet. What's on the table, it is determined. Okay? So that means it got to be a ministry that's able to just hit the floor running and just say Yahweh and break down these dark things. But he said, this, this is not going to happen until knowledge increased on things that's going on today. Knowledge must increase. That means when we read in the seventh chapter, 14 through 16, in fact, in Chronicles, the people that's called by my name, the children of Israel, you must seek my face. So he letting you know there's going to be many faces out here that you're going to be seeking, but it's not going to be his face. He's not want the children of Israel seek my face and understand my program in the latter days at the end. Now, we're going back to mother. I am got happy now because I, I, I kind of got a hold of this thing now. So what Yahweh is saying, what must the seer look for and watch everybody from the page of the book? We found out right now, he told Daniel to shut this thing down. Shut up, Daniel. So you read 12 verse 4, now read verse 8. Now, back to Daniel. I hope you got your five markers sitting there waiting on you. Make sure your markers there because we're going to um, do a little edifying according to some just said Yahweh on tape eight. Verse eight, mother. Come on, folks. Verse eight says what? The book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse eight. And I heard what I understood not. Then said I, Oh my Yahweh, what shall be the end of these things? Verse 9. Verse 9. And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. 
You mean when Daniel was writing, Daniel, he said, Daniel said, I don't understand this thing. He said, Daniel, it ain't for you. This is for the time of the end, Daniel. So in Daniel's days, Daniel did not understand. But look what he says in verse 10. Romans 8, 9, 19. Daniel, chapter, chapter 12, verse 10. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wicked, or the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Verse 11. That's good. Hold that, 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 it's going to do wicked. So the wicked is not going to get any better. The wicked is going to get worse. So once you find out who this wicked is, and scripture up the road, maybe not in this lesson tomorrow, they is not going to get better. The wicked is going to get wicked and ugly. Now read verse 13. Verse 13. But go thou, but go thou, thou wait till the end be. For thus shall rest and stand in the lot at the end of the day. So he told Daniel, go your way, sir, and rest. This is for the end time, but guess what? He just told Daniel, you will be back. For the end time. Right there in verse 13, this was told to Daniel, go your way, Daniel, and rest. <laughs> Thou to at the end of the day. So Daniel will be back in the end of the day. You know, guess what? You know what time we're in now? We're in end time. So how is Daniel going to come back? Hey, Mother, read that in 12 7 of the Ecclesiastes. So how is Daniel going to come back in 12 verse 7? In the regular book. Yes, ma'am. In the regular book. Excellent. In the regular book, how is Daniel going to be in the end time?
He gave it. Hold on, I got excited. I'm taking time and read that like you want the, the national orders to hear it. Read that again in 12 verse 7. Remember, you read for the national audience to hear this. So, so keep that in mind when you read it. You try to get their attention through this word. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 7. You're back on the clock. Come on. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto Yahweh who gave it. Mm-hmm. Spirit we're talking about when we return back to Yahweh. Um, Elder, put that. What's weird on I know you just put a mark. Just, just put a mark in. You said something about Deuteronomy, but uh, that's the way we were going then. But just take one of them five markers and put a mark in that. We're coming back to that. We're going to the book of Job and, and find out what spirit, what spirit returned back to him. See, we got us. We got this. Remember, we don't know where we're going, but we're gonna get there. So we want to find out what spirit returned back to him. But we have to read that. So we found out they told Daniel, Steve, go your way, Daniel, and rest. So we know that once this body goes back to the ground, where it came from, the spirit returns back to the one that gave it. So we know that the spirit is well that we can read. So now we 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 doing some investigation. So so y'all work with those here because we own something and like I say again, sometimes you have to go back on the tape two or three times, but who Yahweh wants to know these things, they listen real good. Over 900,000 strong on the international side, they hearing this. So our job is to make sure they hear it plain. So now what goes back to Yahweh? We have to read that. We have to read that. And we're going to look right down at a young man sitting the stage. In the book of Job 32, 32. And hey, Mother Z, make sure Mother Mother E got some five markers because we're going to be coming back all over the place. And make sure the markers are there because we'll come back sooner or later back to the markers. But in Job 32, we're going to look at Elohu, the bug, the bug's eye. He's going to tell you, he's going to say something that will tie into what we're talking about. In 32, verse 6, and we'll take it on down to verse number 8. Job 32, 6 down to verse 8. Come on, Elvin. In the book of Job 32, reading verses 6 to verse number 8. 6 says, And Elihu, the son of Barbershell, Abuzite, 
who answered and said, I am young, and ye are very old. Wherefore I was afraid, and the dust not show you mine options. Seven, I said, days should speak, and multitudes of years should teach wisdom. Eight, but there is a spirit in a man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Mm-hmm. He says, there's a spirit in man, but the Almighty gives inspiration. He says, I'm young, y'all old. But he said, but it's a spirit in man that gives this woman understanding. So now, so that's, that's, that's good talking there. But uh, I still got to get a little bit more out of Job there. You know, what I want to do, I want to tie that in. And we're gonna tie that in on what you're talking about because you found some you found some, some some great things. So now what I wanna do is tie that in to exactly what you're talking about, but I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling right now to tie this in in the book of Job. And we know we we looking right at it, but we are so now what we're going to do, we still going to peep at it. So now, in the book of Job, mm-hmm. a little bit more to that that we're going to let out. And I want to tie it all in. But I'm struggling right now, so hey, hey Mother Eve, can you, uh, Give me the verse that Mother Z read in Daniel 2.16, Mother. Hey, Mother E, give me that verse that Mother Z read in 2.16 of Daniel. 2.15? 2.16. Yeah, in 2.16. There's a verse that Mother Z read in 2.16. Okay. It wasn't Daniel 2.16. Look at Daniel chapter 2, verse 16. Daniel chapter 2, verse 16 reads, Then Daniel went in, and that desired of the king that he would give him time, and that he would Show the king the interpretation. Uh-huh. So, um, the fear saying we know the answer is in Daniel, but the fear just ask the national audience, just give old a time. He'll come back with it. You need time on that one. See, you need time on that one in the book of Job. So he, that's how you get out of things real quick when you're struggling. You make sure you know how to go to Daniel 2.16 and ask for time. And that's what we just did there. So we need time to come back to, to the book of Daniel, although we're making a note of it. 
about the spirit that's in man. It returns back to him. So we're going to go another way until we got the time. Spirit that's in man, it is what spirit. That's the point. We're going to please back to chapter 3. So what we're saying, you get on see a time, he'll come back with that answer in the book of Job. He'll come back with it. May not be in this tape, but sure will be the next one. Because um, unless he gives to me in this tape, so now it's a spirit of man. So we want to find out what the spirit is that we can read. And remember, he comes on his broadcast six times a week to edify them. We're not trying to edify ourselves. So somebody has to hear him. The spirit that's in man that he holding right now. What is that spirit that he that he holding right now in his hand? He told Daniel, "Hey Daniel, go ahead, Daniel. Go on about your business, Daniel, and rest. But you will be in the end, Daniel. Now, all the way Daniel gonna be in the end. We find out that his dust went back to the ground, but that spirit." And him went back to Yahweh. Now, what is that spirit that went back to him that we can read? That's the point. What is that spirit that went back to him? And, and right now, I'm seeing Lord. He all over the place right now on that red devil. So I gotta, I gotta put that Daniel two sixteen on it and put that to the side because he don't want me to have it right now. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to move on. But I'll tell you one thing, I'm going to go back with it. So now we found out that Daniel will be in the end. Now, now, Elder, we go on to that little red book now. We go on to the book that the Protestant Church in 1885 taken out of the book. He's taken it out of the book, Elder. So we you will pull up that little red book. And we still want to find out a little bit more about Daniel. The Daniel rest. You you're going back to the ground, Daniel, but your spirit is going back to the mighty one. So we're going to second Ezra. Out of that little red book that called the book that they taken away. And we're going to look at 237 to 40. Second Ezra. Second Ezra. That's where we're going. We're going to the second chapter of Ezra. And we're going to look at the 37. And we're trying to tie this in to get back to that spirit that God walked out in his hand. So in second Ezra, chapter, make that one. 
Second Ezra chapter 1, verse 37 down to verse 40. That's it, Ezra. Second Ezra chapter 1, verse 37 down to verse 40. Let's see what that say, Ezra. Come on. Okay, let me make sure I got the right uh, chapter. Second Ezra chapter 1, looking at verse 37, verse number 40. 37 down, all the way down, Ezra. 37, yeah, 38, Ezra. 39, 40. Take it down, Ezra. Yeah, I said 37, 37, 240. Okay. 37. I take, I take to witness the grace of the people to come, whose little ones rejoice in gladness, though they have not seen me with body, bodily eyes, yet in spirit they believe in the thing that I say. 38, and now, brother, behold what glory, and see the people that come from the east. 39, unto whom I will give the leaders, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Hosea, Amos, Michael, Joel, Ideas and Jonah. 40. Mayhem. Azir. Sophias. Agrius. Zachary. And Masveri, which is called also an angel, a minister spirit of the Aqua. Just give me one word. Give me, give me one word. Don't give me both of them. So now. Okay, one. Read now. Now come back and read verse 37 again. Give me verse 37 again. Thirty-seven says, "I take no witness of the grace of the people to to come, whose little ones rejoice in gladness, and though they have not seen me." With bodily eyes, yet in spirit they believe the things that I say. Yeah. He said, although they not, they haven't, they haven't seen me with bodily eyes, but in spirit they're gonna believe me. He said, but they're gonna believe me in the spirit. That's big top of them. Now, now, mother. He said, although they haven't seen me, no, they ain't seen me. But they're going to believe me in the spirit. That's what he just said. So now we find out that the spirit comes in many forms. One is the breath of life, which we will take care of a little bit later, maybe not in this lesson. And one, the spirit is something else. So now we're going to precept that part, mother, and Proverbs 1, 2, and 3. Because he says, None of the ones that don't left side of the book, Abraham, Isaac, none of them, you ain't seen none of them. But in spirit, you won't believe it. That's what he just said. What do that mean, mother, in Proverbs 1, 23? What that mean by in spirit, you won't, you won't believe it in spirit? Proverbs 1, 23, come on. Book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 23. Turn you at my reproof, the 
Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. So, mother, the ones that did not see no, they didn't see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses. They didn't see none of them. He said, but they're going to believe in spirit. So what spirit is they going to believe in, mother? According to 123. They're going to believe what? Okay. They're going to believe the word. That's what they're going to believe. That spirit that they're going to believe and that 123 is the word. Right. They're going to believe the word. So that's the key mm-hmm. right there. We ain't, we never seen no Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, whose name was changed of Israel. We didn't see none of that. Right. So they was going to believe in spirit. But what spirit was they going to believe in was the word. They're going to they gonna believe in this word, mother. That's why, but like you said, we call this broadcast six times a week. And what we try to get those of children of Israel defense, we're not anti-anybody, but we are read that the people that's called by my name got to humble themselves. And we know that's the children of Israel. Because he made it plain, he made it plain, uh, mother. Now, now give me that Deuteronomy sport. Remember, you got your mark already there. See, we don't know when we're coming back to something. That's why it's always important to make sure you got your five marks. Because we're going to come back as Joshua set it up to come back. He says, they're going to believe me in spirit. Although they not see me in bodily eyes. We ain't seen no Abraham, Isaac, Israel. We ain't seen none of them. But we believe the word. Now we go on to Deuteronomy 4, mother. And look at verse 1 and 2. Deuteronomy 4. Just look at Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Yeah, listen good. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment which I teach you, but to do them that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Yahweh, Yahweh of your father gives you. Verse 2. Verse 2, you shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish out from it, that you may keep the commandments, the laws of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I commanded you. Yeah, give me one word. All I want is one word. Give me uh commandments or give me the law to give me one word. Don't give me no double word. Okay. Remember okay. one thing. We are talking to 900,000 plus. We try to give them plain words to put spiritual clothes on their mouth. 
spiritual understanding now. Remember, knowledge got to increase. So, now skip down to verse number five. Five and verse seven to ten. Now, this is real careful there, Mother Z, because Mother Z, you own something now. Look what it got written in verse 5, 7, 9, and verse 10. Listen to this. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 5. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Yahweh, my Yahweh, commanded me, that ye should do so in the land, whether you go to the place Verse 7. Well, what nation is there so great who has Yahweh so nigh unto them as the Yahweh of Yahweh is and all things that we call upon him for. Stop right there. Stop right there. That's big. Now that, that is great big tall talk. Four verse one, he says, now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, the statutes and the judgment. See, O Israel. Now, watch what he said in verse 7. For what, for what nation is so great? So he's not talking about nation. He's talking about one nation. Right. They got law, statutes, commandments, judgment. One nation was given this. And that was the nation of the children of Israel. He called you a nation, although you are scattered nation today. But he know exactly where you at. What you mean, Mister Big Timothy Dolan out of Catholic Church? What you mean? What do I mean by that? By the nation, one nation that scattered. Uh, let me get mother. Put them out there, mother. Let me get a precept for old Big Timothy Dolan out of New York. Get a precept on that. The Catholic Church out of New York. Let's go to Amos 9 9. We come right back. So he's talking about the nation of Israel. And we're going to get a precept on that. Then we get on back to what we own. We're going to Amos 9, verse 9, mother, and get a precept and come right back to what we own. Sometimes you got to stop off and Take care of the big digging terrors and get right back on what you're on. Give me uh, 9, verse 9 of Amos. Okay. What does it say? The book of Amos, chapter 9, verse 9. Book of Amos, chapter 9, verse 9. For lo, I, for lo, I will command, and I will separate the house of Israel among all nations, like as corn is sifted in a sifter, yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. Yeah. So he said he's going to ship, ship, ship the nation of Israel into all nations. But one grain would not fall on the earth. What he's saying, wherever you at, children of Israel, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. Wherever you at, you scatter to every nation upon the sun. But guess what? He's saying he knows 
where you are today, the nation of Israel. So he talked about one nation, this one nation, the children of Israel, that's scattered into every nation on the planet of Earth. Matter of fact, matter of fact, tell them, we know you're holding something. Let's find out some place that, that you at, that you don't even know that you at. And you was there where before slavery. Where before slavery. Let's find some places that you was at that we can read. Let's go to Jonah chapter 1, verse 3. Hey, yeah, let's, let's, let's take care of Timothy Dolan, Big Connor out of New York. Let's take care of him and his staff right now. To show you that the children of Israel was in every nation. So let's take care of the Catholic church staff right now by going to Jonah 1, verse 3. Let's talk about the hell. Come on. Elder Jonah, Jonah, verse 3. Book of Jonah, chapter 1, verse number 3. Read says, But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarnish from the presence of the Yahweh and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarsh. So he paid the fare thereof and went down unto it to go with him uh-huh. to the Tarnish. That's Tarshi. So Jonah went to Tarshi. And he paid the, the fare to go to Tarshi. That's where he went. From the presence of Yahweh. So whatever land he went, Yahweh was not there. We read where Yahweh said his eyes going to be at. Now come on back and read. Now see, now that, 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 here's a big step all the way of learning something. So we just find out that Jonah paid his fare to Tasha. We'll take care of that later. I know you understand, Captain Church. I know you understand. The committee board. In 1 verse 3, he paid his fare to go to Tasha. And once if Jonah would have got to Tasha, according to verse 3, was Yahweh going to be there if he got there? According to verse 3 there, now, mother, you can take a shot at it, or the elder is going to take a shot at it. Once Jonah, he, he's running for some Yahqua, he's going to run to Tasha. We're going to read about Tasha in a minute. But what I want to know about going to Tasha, do you have the presence of Yahqua there, according to verse 3? Who won't take, take a shot at that? Yeah. You got it, Mother Z? Uh, I was asking him uh, what was the question he asked. The question is... Go ahead, El. Was it going to be in the presence of the Yahweh? Yes. According to verse 3. According, now, we're we going to make sure we come up with our conclusion according to verse 3. Now, we don't want to understand verse 3. We'll say a reptile to deliver it up and keep it moving. So according to verse 3, when Jonah was going to Tashi, he paid his fare with the Tashi. Now, as he going to Tashi, what I want to know was Yahweh there. 
according to verse 3. Yes. It says no, from I'm... the presence of Yahweh. From the presence of Yahweh. Okay, so the presence there, of Yahweh. From the presence. Okay. So when he was heading to Tarshish, Tarshish is what? According to that verse, it's, it's what? Same thing that he just got through saying. Thank you, Mother Z. It's from the presence of Yahweh. Because the children of Israel have no business in the land of Tarshish. Because children of Israel did not get that land to be gone to Tarshish. So when Jonah tried to run, although Israelites was over there, that ain't what he gave the Israelites. Hey, hey mothers, we might want you stop and take care of that business. Like I said, again, it's always an education process along the line of something. Let's go to the book of Jubilee, mother. Look out there and help our mother Z get that book of Jubilee out. Okay, give me a minute. We're going to show you that remember, knowledge got to increase. See, we got to watch everybody from the pages of the book. We never know where we're going, but see, sometimes you might be offered an opportunity for a great promotion, and they say, yeah, but this great promotion might be where you might be out there without your Yahweh. See, that's right. You got to make sure that when you caught up in the world, you want to make sure who with you, wherever you go, is your Yahweh. We just found out that Jonah tried to run from the face of Yahweh by going to Tarshish. Meaning, Yahweh is not in Tarshish. So now we're going to find out something that was told, although he's everywhere. That's not saying that he's not in Tarshish. He got the whole world in his hand, but he got rules and regulations for a certain people. Single case before. See, single case before we go on to the book of Jubilee, their mother. Mm-hmm. And because you might you might have a knock on the door and say, I got a great promotion for you, and you said. Oh, I so love that. That must be the Almighty's will. He said, but this job is for you. Is in another country somewhere? <laughs> and then you say, the money sounds good, but if you don't know your scripture, you might think that's his blessing. But according to the Bible, it might be a curse to you. Case in point. We're going on page 48, mother of the book of Jubilee. And we'll look at chapter number nine. And verse 14, and right above 14, it's got two words there, mother. What do the two words say? Right above 14, what does it say? Noah's blessing. Excellent. Now let's read about Noah's blessing. Now, 14 down to the close. Listen to this. Take your time out. Remember, you read for the national audience. Take your time. Come on. Okay. Book of Jubilee, chapter 
9. Book of Jubilee, chapter 9. Verse, verse 9. Verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14. Okay. Okay. The book of Jubilee, chapter 9. Verse 14. Verse 14 reads, And thus the sons of Noah divided unto their sons in the presence of Noah their father. And he bound them all by an oath and fastened a curse on everyone that sought to seize their portion which had not failed to him by his lot. Verse 15. And they all said, So be it, so be it, for themselves and their sons forever throughout their generation till the day of judgment, on which the Yahweh shall judge them with a sword and with fire. For all the for all the unclean wickedness of their error, wherewith they have filled the earth with transgression and uncleanliness and fornication and sin. Mm-hmm. That's the word was implication. See, they have implication. Implication that you got a curse on you. So he's saying now, the angel from heaven on Cain and Eve, Noah, and he on the divide the land between three boys, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Shem got a double portion, the East world and the West world, belongs to Shem. Japhetic people got the Northern world. The Southern world belongs to uh, Ham, which you call the African people. So everybody had a portion, and all of them said, and Noah told them what the father, the son, the angel brought down and told Noah. I don't care how big you get, stay in the portion of your father. So once you find out the knowledge that you come from, that means Shem was beaded the eastern world and the western world, which you call like America, like right now, America. That land belongs to Shem. All of the northern world, which you call Europe today, belongs to Japhetic people. All of the southern world today, it belongs to African people. One called the Sons of Ham. Now, he said, don't get big in your britches, but go take somebody's land that don't belong to you. If you do it, you are upon a, a curse. You are upon a, a curse by being taken over somebody else's land that's not deeded to you. See, and all of the people that was with Noah said in the verses 14 down to 16 or 15, so be it, so be it. So that was clear to tell a son, listen, that come out of their lawn. The land that Yahweh wants us to have, this is our land right here. The land that 
your uncles to have got to their land. Don't get big-headed enough to go and jump in their land. Because if you do, you're upon a curse. So now, when the elder read the book of Jonah 1, verse 3, Jonah flee from Yahweh. And how he flee from Yahweh by going into the land of Tarshish. Tarshish is a land of Japhetic people. That land was dear to them. Norm, when you leave that, leave your land that he gave you, you're not up under him anymore. And that's why I was read in 1 verse 3 that Jonah went from the presence of Yahweh because Jonah had no business going to the northern world unless he was visiting. But he tried to go out and hide out. So that's why you read in, in the book of Jonah 1, 3. Now we read that again with understanding. You have to know who you are. If you let not understanding somebody give you a promotion to move in a land that's not joined once you know who you are, Yahweh would not be there with you there. Keep that in your mind. How do you know that? Because we just got to read in 14 to 16. You got to stay in your own land. Unless you, unless you made a mistake. Don't let nobody take you out of your land and what belongs to the children of Shem all without the children of Israel is to be in the eastern world or the western world. That will lead to Shem. But Jonah left the eastern world and the western world. He left. He went to Tarshish. And Tarshish belongs to who that we can read. Now, let's go for education-wise, Elder, and find out who Tarshish belongs to going to Genesis chapter 10. So it's no accident that we own this subject matter because that's what it's all about. We ain't come to edify ourselves or hear our pep talk. It's to inform, to enlighten you, and then it's up to you to make adjustment according to the Bible, or you let somebody put you off in a position that for great prosperity of the world had you out of the will of your mighty one like Jonah just did in 1 verse 3. So now let's read Jonah 1 verse 3 and what I just can't go to again. I just read another verse. You said what I Genesis chapter, you said Genesis 10. But no verse. Yeah, yeah right. Genesis 10. We're going to pick up at 10, uh, at 10, 10, 2. But before you go to Genesis 10-2, just put your marker there and come back and read Jonah 1-3 again. And remember, that's Tarshish. Let's find out again. Listen good now with that breakdown. Read Jonah again, 1 verse 3. Jonah, chapter 1, looking at verse number 3. 
Appreciate it. But Jonah rose up. He entered conscience from the presence of the Yahweh and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down unto it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Yahweh. Bring it down. Do y'all understand that? So you see, he was, see, Jonah is an Israelite. Jonah from the, from the sinners of Shem. So now he's going into a land trying to hide him, but hide himself from Yahweh by going to Tarsus. See, Tarsus got another name on it, so it's no accident that's on the table. So now, but remember, by him going to Tarsus, he is hiding from the face of Yahweh because Jonah has put himself up on a curse. Then we just got to read that you get you go to somebody else's land that you're gonna implicate a curse. So if you over there trying to prosper in somebody else's land, not knowing your time is what kind of way mother St. John seven verse six, listen to this. Mama put your marker. You gonna use you are gonna use them five markers because we come back at this again tomorrow, no problem. Now, and St. John 7, verse 6 says what? The book of St. John, chapter 7, verse 6, read. St. John, chapter 7, verse 6. Then Yahweh said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. So you see, he said, he know his time, but you don't know your time. Now, precept that to the ninth chapter, mother, of St. John, 39 through 41. St. John, chapter 9, 39 through 41. He said, now, your time, that's why when you come on this broadcast, you give it all you got. Because it could be the last time you're on the broadcast. A long, it could be your last breath. So one thing you want to know you gave it all you got in him. See, because you know you don't know when he's gonna shut you down. So but make sure you gave it all you got. You didn't leave nothing on the table. Cause it could be your last. So when I come on these broadcasts six nights a week, I give it all I got. Cause it could be old Phil's last. Huh? He got somebody in the wings uh get prepared to at the time appointed. And we don't know what it be, might be somebody around the world or out of one of the six countries. I don't know. But we will know them from the pages of the book. Why mm-hmm. take care on that point too? So give it all you got. Every time you in your father's business, give it all you got to stand be your land. What does it say in Mother 9, 39 through 41? What does it say? The book of St. John, chapter 9. Verse 39 to 41. Verse 39. And Yahweh said, For judgment I come unto this world, that they which see not might see, and that they which see, see might be made blind. Verse 40. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him, 
Are we blind also? Part one. Yahweh said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say you say we see. Therefore your sins remain. Hey, yo. Gonna take a shot at that? Hey, mother. Oh, y'all take a shot at that? Now, according to what we just got you talking about, now, what will happen when Yahweh responds to the religious leaders of that day? What did we just got to read with understanding for the national audience? According to 9, verse 39 to 41. Break that down, mother and elder in the wing. Let's see, let's see how y'all deal with that. Come on. Okay. Right. I'll pass on to the other mother. Okay. Um, I would say, uh, y'all got the sun coming to, to the world to make them to see. And Bob, uh, he told them that uh, if they if they said they see, then they should have no sin. But uh, if they uh, don't see, they still blind. All right, Elder. You, you agree with that, Elder? Uh, you agree with that? Elder, you agree with that? You want to add something to it? You know, I, I did say that when we're asked to give an explanation, um, we will give it our own words, meaning the same thing. Okay. So if, if you're blind unto what you're uh, doing, you know, you actually have uh, no sin because you don't really see what's transpiring there. But if you see and you already know, and you're already uh, guilty of uh, judgment. You see you're doing wrong, you know you're doing wrong. Now, there could be that's another explanation to indicate the same thing. That's, like that's I said, that's, 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 that's So once you say, I know, like, like, like what we're teaching on now, oh, I know that I'm supposed to be up in this other land. I know. But you, but you do it anyway. I know you're going to keep the Sabbath day, but I chose to do something else. I know what you're saying in this book, but I chose to do, let the flesh get in the way, and I'll do something else. He said, that's when the clock starts ticking on you. Once you confess that you know and you don't do it, that's when the clock starts ticking. That's what he mean by your sins remain. He said, the Pharisees, he said, you know this. Yeah, you know what? He said, guess what? By you pronouncing it out your mouth that you know it, the clock gets going ticking on you. See, once you know this, that's why I said we can't take nothing for granted. A lot of people in the world didn't know it. You remember, you remember what uh, the billionaire the said? Did you really forget what the billionaire said, did you? What did the billionaire say? For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. 
Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Chapter 10, verse number 2. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, 
Sons of Gomer, Alcazas, and Ripod, and Togama, and the sons of Javan, Isha, Teresh, Kemi, and Dogama. No, wait a minute, yo. Five. No, wait a minute. Hold on, yo. Dogama? Now, what did we say that we were looking for? We were looking for what Jonah went to, right? Before going back right. to get Jonah went to. Now start again, and we want to read that name where Jonah went to. So let's start again, and when we find that name, that's the end of it. Start again, Genesis 10, verse 2. And then find out who is the the top dignitary of this. You only got three sons, Shem, Ham, and Zephat. Zephat is the father of the northern world. Ham is the father of the southern world. Shem is the father of the east and the west world. Jonah is going to Tarshish to hide from the presence of Yahweh. Now, we want to find out who owns that land that he's going to, and we want to know if that's for him to do so. Uh, did he let his feelings get in the way? Uh, is he doing Bible or he's doing his feelings? Now, again, Genesis 10, verse 2, start again. Come on. Genesis chapter 10, verse number 2. The sons of Jephthah, Homer, and Magog, Maldai, and Javan, and Tubal, Meshach, and Tyrus. Three, the sons of Goma, Askenza, Askenza, and Ripa, and Togama. Togama. Okay, to Grandma. Four. Four. And the sons of Javan, Esha, and Tarish. And Tarshi. And Tarshi. That's it. So there it is. That's it. So now we find out that, that Jonah was going to the land of Tarshi. And this one of the sons of who? According to 10, 2. Who is this one of the sons of? Goma, this is Psalms of Jabal and Jabat. Jabat is the head. He had a son called Jabal, and Jabal is what you call Tosh. He had a son called Tosh. So Genesis 10 2 says the Psalms of Jabat. These are his boys. Then after he died on, these boys took over. Now, Jabon is the one that his father gave a portion of the northern world to. And who did Jabon give it to? 
it's on Tasha's. So mm-hmm. Tasha's, Javon, and Jephet. Tasha's is the grandson of Jephet. He's the son of Javon. This world that they're going to is the northern world, what you call a day Europe. So when he was going to what you call today Europe, property name is Tarshit, Javon, the son of Japheth. So remember, every name in the Bible, when you migrate, you take your father's name to wherever you at. And that's why Yahweh know who you are. You got to have the father's name. And the WCC just said, Sir, we're going to mute the elder off the broadcast for the rest of the night. Well, well, Mother, 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 get, get, get ready, Mother Z. Might be called in for a relaxing. The WCC said we're going to mute the elder. He's too talking for the night. He's muted out the broadcast. Yeah. But look what we're going to find out. That Tarsus, that's why we keep saying, we know that this word is a load to the known world. And when you get the proper breakdown and start breaking the thing down, it puts people to shame that have been lied to you all your life. Especially the Roman Catholic Church and other nations. They have lied to you all your life. And now, they have no scriptures to back up what they, what they put on the table. They do all the little peaky things to you. Cut the ear off and put a mute on his microphone. That kind of talk. Okay. So now we find out along the way that Javon's father, Jephat, gave him portion of the northern world. And, in, and the place was called Tasha. So Jonah is going to Tasha. Is he wrong? Yes. Why? Because Jonah knows that you're going to a land that's not yours. That is Jabatic land. You're going to Jabatic land, and that land I did not get to you. So that's why he hid his faith from Jonah. If Jonah would have made that, brother, so happened out, we don't get off into what happened. But that was from the presence of Yahweh because he was going to a land that can't go to Tasha. Now, Tasha's got another name on it today. Now, we're going to find out, Mother, that he got, now, the word Tasha's got another name even today. And we're going to find out what that name they got today by going to Romans 15. We're going to Romans 15, Mother. And we're going to find out what is the name of Tarsus today. Remember, all land is called by the Father. If, if somebody asks you where that area is, you say Europe. You say, nobody in the Bible named Europe. Who the Father of Europe? They still say um, uh, Europe. Or, okay, let me use Europe for example. Ain't nobody named Europe, not in the Bible. So that's a misnomer for what name? Jephat, Javon, and Tarshish. 
See, you remove their name, and then you can cook up your little plan. But Yahweh say, listen, I know who you are, and I'm going to give a ministry to know who you are. I don't care how much progress you do in other lands. If you don't belong in that land, you are find a curse. Did you, I don't care how much you get wealthy by Satan give you all the money you want. But according to the Bible, if you're not in the land that he gave you, you are upon a curse. And the land he gave to the children of Israel was the eastern world and the western world. If the children of Israel in any other land besides the eastern world and the western world, they are upon a curse. The presence of Yahweh is not with you. But you have the presence of a, of a false Yahweh called Satan the devil. So you have to know this information. So now, we're going to find out that Paul somewhere, and let's find out what he was sent. But before we read that, we might as well build a case up, Mother. We're going to the ninth chapter of Acts 13 through 16. Now, Paul was built up to do something. So we clear you got four pieces of land and three people on it, but one on two parts of it. The eastern and the western world belongs to Shem. The northern world belongs to Shem, I mean to Jephat. And the southern world belongs to Ham. He called after. Yahweh said when he come back, if you're not where you're supposed to be at, huh, I'm going to judge you with some fire. Matter of fact, mother, let's, um, let's back up and read that one more time, mother, in the book of Jubilee. Let's read that again. With that understanding, we, we know we, we know we're shorthanded, but we're not shorthanded. We're longhanded long. We got Yahweh in front. Let's go back and read the information again. And, and page 48, <laughs> chapter 9 of Jubilee, verse 14, and verse 15. This is good, Mother. And bring, and bring that knockout blow. Come on. Jubilee, <laughs> chapter 9, 14, and 15. Come on. Jubilee, chapter 9, verse 14, and verse 15. And verse 14. And thus the son of Noah divided unto their throne in the presence of Noah, their father, and he bound them all by an oath. Imprecating a curse on everyone that thought to see the poison, which had not failed to him by his lot. Verse 15, and they all said, so be it, so be it, for themselves and their sons forever throughout their generation till the day of judgment, on which the Yahweh shall judge them with a sword and with fire for all the uncleanness, for all the uncleanness, weakness, of that error, where will they have filled the earth 
with transgression and uncleanliness and fornication and sin. Now, now mother, don't take a shot at that. So what are you saying? So if you if you go and gangster somebody else's land because you got the big military and whatever, according to the heavenly tablets, when you go bogart somebody and take their land, what is your position you up under? I don't care how much gold you have stolen and taken, how much property you have taken. According to the ninth chapter, verse 14 and 15, mother, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. What is, what is said that's going to happen if, if you decide to pull up from what was deeded to your father and go somewhere else and bogart somebody else's land? What's going to happen to you, mother? Take your time. Take your time, mother. Come on. Okay. So, uh, if you go going into somebody else's land and he got told you, he gives you your potion and told you not to go into the other other person's land. So if you go into their land, uh, you are a friend because you didn't obey the law. You know, and, and, and according to, and according to verse 14, what you about? According to verse 14, the third line, implicating a what? Okay. You mean, mom, mother, if we let somebody tell us, oh, I got a great position for you on another part of the world, and I'm going to make you supervise, I'm going to make you uh, the head person over there. What have you just did if you know you Israelite? And you have left your land to go to another land that's not yours. What are you up under? A curse. A curse. Go back to Jonah 1 3 again. Go back to Jonah 1 3 again. Jonah 1 verse 3. Now we should understand that verse even more. 1 verse 3. Uh
and where is Tashi at, Mama? Well, who land is that? Tashi is uh uh uh
Oh, well, no, I, I kind of get a little busy on that. Okay. Guess what? That's when your clock will start ticking. Mm-hmm. If he bless you on something, always, always, um, hold that point. Hey, Mother Z, let me see my brain, Mother Z, in for a minute. Hey, Mother Z. Because I want you to give me Baruch 420, but let's see when we bring Mother Z in. Hey, Mother Z, travel y'all got to do it. Y'all got to do it, Mother Z. Yeah, well, I bless and keep you, see, Israel, or all you see. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Before you give your commentary, Mother, Mother Z, see, we, see, we have to watch the flock. Sometimes when y'all bless you, but it's to bless you to. Okay, if I get you straight, you don't bag away from me, and you got less time for me now because I straighten out your love life or your, or your family life or whatever. You both are really get at me. And let's read that in Baruch 428, that mother Z. Hey, mother, help those see out. Hey, mother Z, help those see out. And what it says in Baruch 428. <laughs> Baruch 4, 28. What is that, Mother? Matter of fact, yeah, just read verse 27 and 28. What is it? Baruch 4, 27 and 28. Verse 27. Be, be a good, cur- be, be a good, come, confess. Be a good, Comfort, O my children, and cry unto Yahweh, for he shall be remembered of him that brought that brought these things upon you. Verse twenty-eight. For as it was your mind to go astray. From Yahweh, so being returned, seeing seek him, be so being returned, seek him ten times more. That's first twenty-seven. Get that, Moses? Yeah. You have to seek him ten times more. See, sometimes Yahweh will put you in a position to see something. But don't never slack up on your Yahweh. Because he'll put you here. You know, sometimes you might say, well, my love life ain't right. My family ain't right. Let me get that straight. No, 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 no. Make sure you get your Yahweh straight. You always get your Yahweh straight. Because he'll made it plain, mother, mother, mother Z. He'll made it plain in 24th chapter, verse 1 and verse 8. What did he say, mother? What did he say we can read, mother Z? In Leviticus 24, verse 1. Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. Leviticus. Chapter 24, verse 1 and 8. Verse 1. And the Yahweh spoke unto Moses, said, Verse 8. Every Sabbath 
he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continually, being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. So when Yahweh bless your hands, never all of a sudden find less time for your mighty one. Find more time for your Yahweh. Every Sabbath day, you sit that in order. You spring forth your life from the Sabbath day. So whatever it is, my songs, my whatever it is, it got to wait you out the Sabbath day. Whatever it is. Oh, I, I know what father, daddy, this, daddy, this. Okay. Whatever you got to tell me, wait till after the Sabbath day. When the sun go down on Friday to the sun go down on Saturday, I ain't hearing it. Because I can read what he tell me to do, Mother D, in the 26th chapter, verse 3 of Isaiah. What he tell, tell me to do by the mouth of Isaiah, Mother D, in 26 verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Verse 3. You will you will keep thou thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusted in you. So we have to be in position to understand one thing. Whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, when it comes down to the Sabbath day, even if you was in a position where you was, um, you know, in a great big argument or whatever you do on the Sabbath day, say, well, we, we argue real good, but the Sabbath day just kicked in. Okay, let's stop. Remind me that we was arguing and then, I, then what we were doing after the Sabbath day then I pick back up on what I left. But when we doing Yahweh's will, whatever is on the table, when it comes down to Friday night, Saturday night, it's, it got to wait. Now, once the Sabbath day is over with, we pick it up from there. So that's when Yahweh, he approved you on whatever you love the most, on Yahweh's business. Thankfully, Let's read it, Mother, Mother Z, 4, 17 through 19 of the book of 1 Peter. Especially, what, Mother? 1 Peter chapter 4, 17 through 19. What does that, Mother? 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17, 4, 17 and, and 18 and 19. Okay, First uh, Peter chapter 4, verses 17, 18, and 19. First Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of Yahweh, and if it first begin at us, 
what shall where what shall the end be for them that obey not the covenant of Yahweh? Verse eighteen, and if and if the righteousness and if the righteous scarcely and if the righteous scarcely be saved, what shall where shall the un Yaqualis and the sinners appear? Verse mm-hmm. nineteen Wherefore let them that suffer according to the will of Yahweh commit the keeping of thy soul to him in well doing as unto a faithful creature. Mm-hmm. What is that? He said, the judgment always starts at the top of the mountain. Whoever has the highest anointing, that's where they're going to start at, leadership. It always starts from the top. So that's one thing about those things. going to make sure one thing. I give you just a job because I know ways and work his way all the way down. So when he blessed your hand to be, have your mind prepared to take care of business, don't let nothing interfere with Yahweh's business. Because he don't want to bless you, but he will, he going to take you with wherever you love the most. Wherever you love the most, that's where your test is coming from. It's up to you. To remember Yahweh's word. Remember Mother Z, Mother E read earlier, knowledge got to increase. And that's what we try to tell you. The children of Israel, your knowledge got to increase. If you want Yahweh to intervene, he's going to intervene soon later anyway, though. But don't let nothing distract you from doing Yahweh's business first. Don't let it happen. Because it can cost you according to the scripture. That's what I mean by knowledge increase. The more he bless your hand, the more you give him thanks for doing it. There's no plan you can tell me without taking care of Yahweh's business. We own this network six nights a week, and we give it all we got because you can't be our ass. That's the same thing you have to do with coming out of Yahweh's business. Give it all you got. Because he can't be your last. And he's going to ask you something if he's your last. If you get me right in the, in the last of it. Oh, no, I got slacking because I, I got my fluffy life together. No, what about my life together? Because all this, all this fluff is grass. And it's going to turn back to grass. What's going to do it forever is his word. Let's read that, Mother Z. Let's read what's going to happen, Mother Z. We're going to Isaiah 40, verse 8. 40, verse 8. Let's see what Isaiah 40, verse 8 says, Mother Z. Okay. Isaiah 40, verse 8. Isaiah mm-hmm. chapter 40, verse 8. Verse 8. Isaiah 40, verse 8. Verse 8. The grass withered. The flower of saved, but the word of Abba Yahweh shall stand 
forever. You hear that, Mother Z? I know, yeah. I know Yahweh's words on okay. Forever. All right, let's, let's run to Job chapter 14, verse 4, and, and see what he says. Now, Ishakar boy is on the clock, Mother Z. Ishakar boy is on the clock, and he has to put some down in writing. And let's see what he says in the 14th chapter, verse 4. Job 14, verse 4, Mother Z. What can we read out of Job 14, verse 4? Job, chapter 14, verse 4. Job, chapter 14, verse 4, verse 4. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean, unclean, not one? Yeah, Mother I don't care how good it sounds, how good it looks. <laughs> Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean thing? Not one. I don't care how good it looks. Oh, going to the sunny worshiping place is unclean. And who can make it clean? Not one. If you know the Sabbath day when the sun go down on Friday and the sun go down on Saturday, and you let your family tell you what we're going on the first day of the week, you cannot make it clean. I don't care how much soap you put on you and how you get in that mirror. It's unclean. Sunday is the first day of the week. The blessed day is Genesis 2, verse 3. Read that, Mother Z. Read the blessed day, Mother. Genesis 2, 3. Genesis. Okay. Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verse 3. Genesis chapter 2, verse 3, verse 3. And, and Yahweh blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it, he had he had rested from all his work which Yahweh created and made. So uh mother mother Z, what day is the blessed day? The seventh day. And the seventh day is the blessed day. And what time is the seventh day? From evening from sundown Friday to to from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Excellent. So now after that up, whatever you got on your mind, I tell my kids, whatever you got on your mind, is Friday gone? Is Saturday gone? Is sundown? Now you're gonna take your daddy somewhere and 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 eat a piece of meat somewhere else? Okay, good. When the sun go down on Friday to the sun go down on Saturday, I ain't in it. But now, if you going to wait after that, now, where you want, now, where, where we got to go? Wherever we got to go, I'm ready to go. Sun went down, I'm ready to go. Because I, I want to make sure wherever I go, I'm up under the protection of my mighty one called Yahweh. 
So ain't no my sons, daughters, mothers, cousins, friends. You're not going to get me to break the Sabbath day. Now, once it's over with, then whatever you want got for me, I'm, I'm all ears when the sun is down. So whatever plans you got for me, we ain't putting Yahweh's business inside. We're going to get his business out the way. Then we're going to take care of whatever's on the table. So if you can't wait, you ain't going to be my test. I know what this man's saying. And Jonah knew what this man's saying, too. That's why he tried to run from Yahweh. He knew if he run from Yahweh, that means he's going to a land that wasn't belong to him. Mm-hmm. And he run over to a land, a Japhetic land called Europe. That land didn't belong to him. But he but he know if he go there, he can hide from Yahweh, but Yahweh ain't over there. Yahweh was um, only watching. Read that again, Mother Z. I mean, Mother E. But let's see what Yahweh was doing in Second Chronicles seven sixteen. See, the Bible tells you the story. And once you know you're lined up with the Bible, you're doing his will. Then whatever happens, make sure you're doing his will. If some jump off, well, you say, Yahweh, I'm doing your will. Okay. See? Let's see what we can read, Mother, Mother E. And the seventh chapter, verse 16. Second chapter, uh, Chronicles, 2nd Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 16. Yeah, what does that say, Mother? Make sure I got the right one. Okay. Verse 16 reads, For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and my eyes and my mind shall be there perpetually. You see that? So that's why Jonah went where he went. Because the place he watching is the children of Israel in the southern, I mean in the western world and the eastern world. Although he see everything. Mm-hmm. But he see everything. But he'll told you his room. Just like you tell your grandbaby, well, this is my room in, in my house. This is my room. At such a time, we going to... Um, we're going to do this at Mosey. At such a time, we're going to do this, 26 verse 40. This is my rule in my house. We're going to do a Matthew 26 verse 40. What is that, Mike? What are we going to do in my house? 26 verse 40 of Matthew. Matthew chapter 26 verse 40. Matthew chapter 26, verse 40, verse 40. And and he said, come unto, and he came unto the disciples and found them sleep and said unto Peter, what, why couldn't he not wait, watch with me one hour? You want 41? So that's it. So, mother, if, 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 if the grandbaby's going to visit you at your house, you're going to tell them that if you come over and visit me, we're going to be in the Bible for how long, mother? 
<laughs> what else? We're going to get one out of it. Uh, we're going to get one out of it. So, so they, they got to be understood. If you if you come to visit old Sierra, grandbaby, we're going to get us one hour in now. Because I want the blessing of the Almighty with me all the time. And we know we folks are always in a run of a day. We sit off one hour for the mighty one in your busy schedule. He said, what? Can you can you pray with me one hour? Can you give me one hour? Oh, I don't have time to give you. You got time to give me no one hour, huh? Yeah, let's see what we can read behind that then. Mozee. Let's see what we can read behind that by going to Daniel chapter 9. So you don't want to give me one hour. Uh, we going over Grandma's house. It's here, but if you come out, you got to give me one hour. Well, Grandma, uh, I ain't coming. Okay, you ain't coming then. Now, let me show you something that Yahweh got written in Daniel chapter 11. So you always find time. I don't care how much you got going on in the world. Make sure you get a man one out. Let's, let's see, because you might need him one these days. And he go all and look in his book and see how to handle him. Somebody says that we can read, Mother. See? Let's see what we can read in verse number 13 and 14. We're going to Daniel chapter 9, verse 13 and 14. What does it say, Mother? Daniel chapter 9, verse 13 and 14. Daniel chapter 9, verse 13 and 14. Verse 13. As it is written in the law of Moses, all all this evil is come upon us. Yea, yet make we not our prayer before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, that we might turn from our iniquity and understand the truth. Verse 14, therefore has the Yahweh watched upon this evil, the evil, and brought it upon us for the for, for the Yahweh, Abba Yahweh is righteous in all his works which he do for for we obey not his voice. Uh who won't take a shot at that? Who won't take a shot at what we just got to read in verse thirteen and fourteen of that ninth chapter? Which one of you mother won't take a shot at that? <laughs> Um, you well, know, I'll try in uh, Daniel chapter 9, verse 13. Verse 13, it said, As it is written in the law of Moses, um, Yahweh had brought uh, the evil upon us because uh, we, um, we uh, disobeyed. Well, we didn't. Um, Obey his commandments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay
That's right. Yeah. And, and not only that, he watched over the evil that happened to you. He could have, he right. could have, remember, cried to him that mother read earlier because he had respected him because they had read do right. So when you know you're doing wrong, now you know you're doing wrong on his commandment or what he tell you to do. And you don't do it. He'll watch over the evil that's going to come upon you. And he'd be one, be the one that brought it on you. And that what happened to one of the brothers back in the day. He said, "I don't want to be a teacher no more." I said, "I said you was called, you was called to be a teacher, but since he wanted to stay with the congregation on the wall that want to sell the them from that day to this day." Now, now, mother, bring that verse in, mother. Hey, mother, mother, he. Not bring that verse in and verse 44, the last verse. Not, bring, not you can bring that verse in of Isaiah. You thought I forgot about it. I, I had forgot about it, but he brought that. And now you can bring that verse in. So see, sometimes you be wondering, oh, I got my love life. I got my family life all together. Yeah? And all of a sudden, something happens to you. And you wonder what happened. And and then you then you got the war with me. See when Yahweh bless you, you supposed to be running for be running. The more he bless you, the more you run to him. That's we supposed to do it. So in Isaiah forty two, mother, mother, and we're gonna bring in Mother Z and get a commentary. Because there ain't no accident Yahweh's word. There ain't no accident that the WCC knew I held out the broadcast. That's what, he does. That's what they do. That's the power they got to do. But what we got the power is in his word. So now, we go on to the 42nd chapter of the mother. Why so much things happen? When he blessed your hand, run to him even harder. Let's um, read verse um, 42, verse 24 and 25, mother. Mother Eve, and we're going to bring Mother Z in for commentary. Let's see, let's, see, let's see what we're working with by reading Isaiah 42, verse 24 and 25. What is that? Isaiah 42, verse 24 and verse 25. Verse 24. Who gives Jacob for a star and Israel to the robber? Did not the Yahweh? He against whom we have sinned, for your, for you would not walk in his way, neither were you obedient to his law. Verse 25. Therefore he has poured upon him the fear of his anger and the strength of battle, and it has set him on fire round about. Yet, he know not, and it burned him, yet he laid it not to hurt. To man. So he laid it not to man. He said, Yep, I said, I'll burn him on every side. I put the good before him, the feet we obey me, he didn't want to obey me. Then I saw him burning on every side. 
I saw plaguing his health. I saw doing everything to him, and he still ain't considered. This is the hand of Yahweh that's doing it to me. What is I'm not doing wrong? You're not doing what the man told you to do. Get him right first, then everything after that is added. Matter of fact, Mother, Mother E had waiting on me after had that waiting on me in Matthew 6, 24 and 33. Now, Mother Z, yes. give your commentary, Mother Z, and the closing statement, Mother Z, all in one, and then we'll get that verse in from Mother E and Matthew 6, 24 and 33. Mother Z, commentary time and the closing statement come out. Uh, um, okay, I'm going to read in the uh... The book of uh, um, Genesis, chapter 4, I'm going to read verse 1, and then I'm going to skip down to uh, verse 16. And um, in uh, Genesis, chapter 4, verse 1, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, she conceived and bad, came and said, I have given I have got got a man from the Yaqua okay in verse two, in verse two and she uh, uh, again bade him bade his brother Abe and Abe was a was a keeper of sheets, but Cain was a tilter of the ground. And um, I'm going to skip some of this, and I'm going to go back and read verse 16, start at verse 16. And and Cain went out from the presence of the Yahweh and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east side on the east of of Eden, verse 17, and Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bad Enoch, and he, he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch, verse 18. And unto Enoch was born I and Ari, Ari and Ari begot Methuselah. Ari. Ari. Methuselah. I, I don't know M and M. And I, I don't know, but to skip these names. And begot, and I'm going to go to verse 19. And, and Lenin. Lenin, <laughs> and Lenin took unto him two wives, and the name of the one was Ad- Ada, and the name of the other Zella. In verse twenty, and I'm gonna start right here. And Abed, Jake. Jabal, he he was the father of such as dwell in tents and 
of such as have cows. And I'm going to start right here. For the closing statement, I thank Yahweh for this day, and I thank Yahweh for the uh, voices of the true Israelites, and thank Yahweh for his word, and uh, thank Yahweh for the seal, the elders, and the teachers. And um, I'm just going to read in um, the... um, so my closing statement, I'm going to read uh, in Psalms, uh, some uh, Psalms 102. Hear my prayer, O Yahweh, and let my cry come unto you. Verse 2, hide not thou face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thy ear unto me. In the day when I when I call after me speedily, verse three, for for my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burdened as burning as in heat. Verse four, my mind is submit submit. And with, I don't know, my mind is essence and within like grass and withered like grass so that I forgot to eat my bread. Verse 5, by reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cling to my skin. Hallelujah. 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 What you got? What verse you got to read now, Mother? Man, verses or what? Uh, Psalm 106. Psalm 106. I read down to. Um, he said you just got to read. I just got to read for my closing. Yeah, you just got to read. Psalms 106 started at verse 1, and I went down to verse 6. I thought you said that. No, um, verse 5. Verse 5. 
verse 24 and verse 33. Verse 24, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve Yahweh and man. Verse 33. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Now, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You're on the clock, Mo. Take your time. Close out. We catch you live at 6 p.m. Mo, it's E, Z, and the L. Come on. Oh, just thanking and praising Yahweh for this class and thanking and praising Yahweh to be in the class. Thanking and praising Yahweh for the teacher and for the ones that's listening in. And just thanking and praising Yahweh that I'm able to listen to the word. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, 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 and, and that was all about. You got to call it on you. You always find time to listen to your words. That's the game changer. You got to always find time to do what this man said. So we might need him one day. And, and the day comes, you need him. Hey, I need you, Yahweh. Yeah, okay. How much did you need me? I bless, I bless you to do me more, but you let the flesh get in the way of doing me more. So now, so now you're in, a, you're in a trouble. And so we got to tell you, make sure whatever you do, if you know you got a calling on you in Yahweh's word, make sure you take care of Yahweh's business first. And all the things that is added to you can be done, but upon him. Like Jonah, he was running from Yahweh because he was given the order to go to Nineveh, where the Israelites was at, and, and, teach, and teach and preach to them to straighten up. But he was so mad at the people over there in Nineveh, which was Israelites, he said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to run from you, Yahweh. He said, okay, yeah, go ahead and run. Let's see how far you get. So he broke out running to go to Tarshish, which is Japhetic land, and Yahweh had the men to turn against him and said, we got trouble on, on this boat. He said, yeah. He said, who, who, on, who on this boat is Yahweh mad at? And Jonah said, it's me. And Jonah said, you stole me over the water, and you throw me in the water, then everything will come calm to you, because Yahweh is mad at me, and everything connected to me is y'all right now, y'all going to catch the end of it too. So they throw Jonah over out of the boat, but then Yahweh had in 117 a great big old fish waiting on him to swallow him up, and he put him inside that the fish belly for three days and three nights for him to get his mind right. Saying, Jonah, ain't you the seer of the arrow? He said, yes. I told you to do something. Chose not to do by getting your feelings in the way, right? 
so that fish had you to hold you in his mouth for three days and three nights. Now I'm going to tell the bishop, don't kill you, not let you go. So he opened his mouth and Jonah broke up out of that fish, and he said, what you want me to do, Yahweh? You know what I told you to do. You get over, over there and take care of my business in Nineveh. But he said, never take three days to get there. Well, how many days you going to get there? I'll be there in one day. See that? A three-day journey. And Jonah got to Nineveh in one day. So what do Yahweh got to do to you to get your attention that you need to put Yahweh first in your life? What do you got to do for you? Put you in a fish belly for three days and three nights? Or keep jacking you up on your health? Huh? What you got to do to do what Yahweh tell you to do? You want Yahweh to be with you at your time of need. And Isaiah 59, 1 through 4, he said, I hear you calling on me, but if you sing against me, I'm not going to hear you. So we might need Yahweh, but if you ain't got him right, he ain't going to have you right. You might need him one day. But like the big camp that crossed the, the hill, sooner or later, Yahweh going to pay you back for what you're doing. See? But the blessing is in the hands of Yahweh and the bosses of the two Israelites, the whole six and all the camps, will receive a blessing sooner or later in Yahweh's time. But you'll go through trials and tribulations. Okay, fine. But remember, Yahweh is the one giving, and Yahweh is the one taking away. You line up with the Bible. Make sure your decision that you make here's the Bible. You got it? Good. Because sooner or later, he's going to take care of WCC, World Council of Churches, the Latter-day Saints, and the Roman Catholic Church. Make sure you're on the right side when he starts collecting on them. Because the Vatican City is not in the land that Yahweh gave them either. They over there in the Japhatic land called Europe. They don't bones in that land. But you said WCC, keep talking. I ain't gonna turn you off. No, I'm through talking. Get back on tomorrow. Keep talking, we're gonna catch you in something. No, I'm gonna stop talking. And I get back on this tomorrow. So Yahweh be with the mother, the elders, and all that heard voices of the two Israelites. We'll catch you tomorrow at six PM of the law B one oh three B. B-O-T-T-Y, B-O-T-T-Y, walk your kids like, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on.